It is our number two. Get back to your calls here in a little while. Kelly Holcomb, former NFL quarterback, MTSU Hall of Famer, the pride of Fayetteville, made his presence first known as a skinny kid at the pit, coached by one Louis Thompson. I guess that's about it. Good morning, Kelly. How you What's doing, up, man? What's up, Kelly? Wow, that was pretty good there, Pogie. Uh, and it was it was a skinny kid in the pit. That's sure. <laughs> <laughs> what is the coldest game you ever played in? Uh, well, there was a I I, it, I didn't play. I was uh, I, I was one of the times I, I was in Cleveland and I had a broke I broken my ribs, and uh, I was setting it out. Uh, we played San Diego up there and they had a blizzard and, um, it was, yeah, that was probably the coldest time I'd ever, now I'd rather been playing other than sitting on the sideline with some broke ribs, but I just remember it was so cold that I used to go out there before the, um, before the game and warm up and I went out there and I was all bundled up and then starting letting people into the stands and somebody from the top, top section up there that said, this is for you. This is for all you and a holes that wanted a that didn't want a dome stadium. <laughs> and I just I just died laughing, man, because he he was loud. I could hear him, but uh, that was probably the coldest I've ever I've ever played in, man. Like the other night, what the Kansas City Chiefs had to play in, and and the Miami Dolphins. I just it affected Miami too. I mean, it affects both teams. But you could tell it too. Like some of the throws that he had, I mean, the ball slipped out of his hand. You're going to have that sometimes. You're, you're going to have that. But I, I just couldn't imagine, you know, like the ice bowl minus four. I mean, they were minus two the other night. I like it's it's amazing what they played in the other night. I'm glad I was sitting on my couch in the heat watching it on TV. And Kelly, tell the listeners there's a difference. Like today's cold, right? But yeah. it's sunny. When you're yeah. in a lake city like Cleveland and that wind is coming off the lake and it's already cold, that's a whole yeah. different ball game, right? It's a whole different deal, man. When you don't have the sun, when the winds, but when the winds blow, like if it's if it's cold and the wind's not blowing, you can deal with it. Like if the wind's blowing like it was blowing the other night, that is awful. I, I can't explain to people. And then, you know, normally the games are at nighttime. You know, now you know if you're playing during the season, you'll start at the you know one p.m. or twelve central time. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different, but man, you can't like. I just my daughter was asking me the other day, "What would you rather play in, Dad?" And I'm like, "The snow is like if you're asking me, I'd rather play in the snow with no wind. Mm-hmm. I'd rather play where it's not windy at all, and the rain is the worst. If you got wind and rain, that's terrible. I'm out on that because my." <laughs> I get like my sphincter tightens up, man. I'm telling you, like when it starts when it starts raining, man. I'm gonna tell you, I can't. I, I was I had the I had kind of the Troy Aikman syndrome because Troy Aikman could not play in it either. He was like it bothered him so bad. It bothered me too. I can remember I was playing uh, I was playing in Cleveland. We played the Bengals, and uh, first half we were killing them. Second half, man, our first series it just started raining. And my first pass, the ball slipped out of my hand. And from that point on, I was like, I was just trying to baby the ball the rest of the game. It was awful. It's awful playing in the rain. I just can't stand it. But, like, snow is okay. But when it starts getting windy and it's really cold like it was the other night, man, I'm just not a fan of that, man. It's tough to – 
you know, and everybody says, well, it affects both teams. Yeah, that's right. And then you hear, you get coaches that say, you cannot allow weather to affect you. Well, bull. bull. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, weather does affect you. I mean, let, let's, 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 you know, turn the page on that note right there because weather affects everything, and sometimes it affects the outcome of the game. Well, Kelly, I, Kelly, I remember that 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 famous wild card playoff game in Pittsburgh when you were slinging it. Wasn't it kind of cold and snowy that day? It, well, it, it it was cold, but it wasn't like it wasn't too below cold. Right. So it was like I think it was probably twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty degrees. Mm-hmm. The wind the re, the wind wasn't really blowing, and it was you know it wasn't a it wasn't like you saw those pictures of Buffalo when they were supposed to have the game, you know, right. where it wasn't, that, it wasn't that way. Right. You know, it was just, it was, it was like intermittent snow and it would snow and it would stop and it would snow and it would stop. But like once you, you know, people don't understand this. Like once you get out there and you start moving around and your body starts moving, your blood starts flowing, you know, you get warmed up. I mean, your blood warms you up. It's going through your body really fast and you get warmed up and you kind of forget about the cold unless you go over there on the sideline for a long time. But they got all these heaters and stuff, so it's not too bad. But, man, when you get wind and, and it gets really cold, it's just it's not fun. Kelly Holcomb with us uh, this morning. You are uh, watching the games right now. Which quarterback would you want to start your team with? Mm, man, that's a that's a good question there, Pogi. I, I don't know. Um uh, you know the way that uh, the way that Lamar Jackson's playing. Of course, we didn't get to see him last week because they had a bye. But the way he's been playing and been able to run the football, he's throwing the ball really well. I would say probably him. And I, I'm a, I'm I I love Josh Allen because he's the guy that used to play for one of my teams, and he's so dadgum talented, man. But he wants he makes you want to pull your hair out sometimes mm. because of some of the decisions he makes. And, and I said it yesterday talking to somebody. Nate Burleson was on the show. You know, he was on his um, halftime show the other day, and they were talking about Josh Allen, and he called it hero ball. And I think that's a good description sometime of, sometimes of what Josh Allen does. He plays hero ball, and sometimes you don't need that. And I think he's had so much pressure on him, and I think this new guy, this Joe Brady guy, is taking a lot of that pressure off of him. They're, you know, James Cook is running the ball well. They were able to run the ball the other day. And if he just plays within the system and lets the game come to him, I think I would take him, man, because, golly, just that, that – what, how, how long was that touchdown run they had the other day? I think I, like I 56 know, but, yards, something like that. Yeah, but he started pulling away from guys yeah. at the end, man. Yeah, he, he guy that, a lot of people in Pittsburgh, Kelly, they they were like, oh, he did a fake slide. No, he just hesitated. And then the defenders hesitated, and he just turned on the Jets, right? Yeah, because those dudes probably didn't want to hit him. You know what right. I'm saying? I mean, the guy, the guy's six five, two forty five. Right. I mean, that's a big old boy to tackle. I mean, that's Derrick Henry. <laughs> you know that, and and he can run. So I, I would, I would probably go with him. Uh, but but right now, you look at all those. You look at all the guys that are playing. Like Jared Goff's playing really well. I, I enjoyed watching him the other night. I'm happy for the Detroit Lions in that city. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, C.J. Stroud, man. You, you know, we're in Tennessee Titan country, but. Good luck, Titans, because you're going to have him, you know, barring injury and barring something catastrophic happen to him, you're going to have him for about 10 or, tw- or ten or 15 years that you're going to have to play against him. And he's really good. Um, just all, all these guys, like Brock Purdy, I'm interested to see what he, he does. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in the playoffs. I mean, that, Jordan yeah, Love yeah. balled out the other day, huh? Jordan Love is another superstar on the making, man. I mean, it's. A, I, I told George the other day, like, it's amazing. Like, if you look at the Green Bay Packers, and it's probably not the same people doing this, but can you imagine having three quarterbacks in the last 40 years? It's not fair. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's not fair, Kelly. Red I was far. talking to somebody. It's not fair. You know, it's I'm a Giants fair. fan. I, oh, great, I had Eli, but I got Daniel Bleepin' Jones, and Green Bay just cranks out another Hall of Fame quarterback one after the other. Bart Starr yeah, I mean, and then Brett yeah, and yeah, then, you know. <laughs> it's amazing, man. It's like it's – and you never know how a career is going to go. You really don't. But, like, you've had Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and now you got Jordan Love. And it's – I don't know, man. It's remarkable that – you know, you look at the uh, – I know you all seen the jerseys with all the Cleveland Browns quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. and I'm part of that. Yeah. I'm part of that deal. And then you take – you go to the other end of the spectrum and you get the Green Bay Packers, and they've had three mm-hmm. in the last 35 years. It's just – it's unbelievable, man. It's crazy. You mentioned Lamar Kelly, and you know how much pressure is on him because you know he he created a lot of drama this past off season. Got his money. He's about to win his second MVP. They're the number one seed. He's been great all year. Like I was when we were talking to Coach Watson last hour. Like losing this game for the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday is not an option. This is a legacy game for Lamar coming up, isn't it? Yeah, I think you could be right. I, I don't know if it's – yeah, I mean, it could be. It, it really could be because you don't know how many opportunities that you're going to get to be in this position. I mean, you know, Jerry Jones, when he first bought the Dallas Cowboys, won, you know, like three out of four play, uh, uh, Super Bowls, mm-hmm. and he thought he probably thought this was easy, and he hadn't been back in 30 years. You know, so it's um, – you, you never know how this stuff is going to happen, but – uh, I think a lot has to do with just how well Baltimore can run the ball. They're they're really a playoff team, man, because if he's not throwing the ball well or if it gets inclement weather, they can run the football. He can run the football. Uh, he's, a, he's a defensive coordinator's nightmare. And you could be right, man. This could be a legacy game because there is a lot of pressure on those guys. They were the best team. They went out to San Francisco and beat those guys when everybody was saying that the 49ers hands down were the best team in the league, and now you're looking at the Baltimore Ravens and what they did to them in San Francisco. They look like the best teams hands down, but you still got to go out there on the field and play it. And, uh, you know, I I think that uh, he handles pressure really well. Uh, He's a really good player. Uh, He's he's gone in the offseason, and he's learned. Like, when he first came to the NFL, he wasn't very good throwing the ball. He can throw the ball now. Mm -hmm. He He can sit in the pocket, and he can win a game throwing the ball. Uh, but when things break down, that's when he's at his best. And it could be a legacy game. I don't know if I want to go that far, but, I mean, this is a really important game. And, you, like I said, you never know how many more opportunities you're going to be a number one seed and be maybe the best team in the league and have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. So this is it's really big, and there is a lot of pressure on those guys. And Titans found that found that out the hard way a couple of years ago. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. They did. What about Dak Prescott? I mean, listen, he's well-respected around the league. He's put up great numbers this year. He's going to be in the MVP voting this year. But, you know, it seems to be proven this guy's not a big-time quarterback that can get you over the hump. Are, are you in that camp, or where are you at with Dak? Golly, man, I don't I don't like throwing. Here's the deal. Quarterbacks, like if you're – I don't like throwing guys under the bus like that because I know how hard it is to play, man. Yeah. I've always loved Dak Prescott, man. I think he's a good player, but you're right. I mean, the, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, when he's had the opportunity to 
take his team somewhere. He just has not been able to do that. And I think, you know, he didn't play good. He didn't play good in the first half the other day. He, he just didn't. I mean, he, he cost them. He really, really cost them the game with throwing that pick six. But if you look at the overall deal, like, where did their defense go? I mean, they're, they're not very good stopping the run, but come on now. I mean, they look like they just gave up in that game. And Matt LaFleur had them schemed up. And it was pretty cool. And I know you just said Watson, Watson, you know, we were talking to Watson the other day, and he thought it was really cool. And I did too that they won the toss and they took the ball. And that that's part of that mentality, psychological warfare. I love that LaFleur did that. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if you go down and you smash it down their throats and then you go score, then that's going to put a little doubt in their mind. And that's absolutely what happened. And then they get the ball back. And they score again, so now you're in panic mode if you're the Dallas Cowboys, and that's what happened. I mean, that's you. you I've seen guys do that, and that's what happened to Dak. I mean, you know, they're supposed to win this game. They're twelve and five. They got the best record at home in the National Football League, and you know, I don't know whether people like Stephen A. Smith or not, but he's right. If you can just get them thinking a little bit, and to get them panicking a little bit. Then you got them, and that's exactly what happened the day Green Bay. The other day, Green Bay took that first drive down, scored. Took a second drive down, scored. Now it's panic mode. The whole stadium got tense, fans got tense, coaching staff got tense, mm-hmm. players got tense, and there's a lot of internal. <laughs> Jerry pressure, sure man. got tense. They, they, that's what they I'm showed some Jerry, shots of him. <laughs> Jerry Jones puts a lot. There's, there's a lot of. I mean, th- those guys get paid a lot of money, and you have to be able to handle pressure. But there's a lot of internal pressure. Because that guy wants to win, and he doesn't hide from that. He wants to win, and he hasn't won in a long time. And they've been to eight straight playoff appearances, or not eight straight, but eight playoff appearances without going to the NFC Championship, and they have not come close to sniffing the Super Bowl since Troy Aikman and Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin and all those guys are there. So there's a lot of internal pressure with those guys. Um, Everybody had to step up the other day, not just Dak, and they didn't. And and Dak, you know, he's the quarterback. He's going to take all the blame for it. And I, you know, I don't like throwing guys on the bus because I really like Dak Prescott. He really had a good year, but you know that in order to, you know, become an elite quarterback, you have to get through the playoffs and you have to win big. And he has not done that. Kelly, do you have one of those Browns starting quarterback T-shirts? There's there's 38 names on it, and you're one of them. No, I do not, Posey, but thanks for bringing that up again. Do you that. want me to get you one? I mean, no, I think... next time I see you, remind me to choke you. <laughs> Welcome to my world, oh, Kelly. Ke- no, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's your part of, I mean, that's... That's not, no, that's that's trolling, Pogie. You, no, you it's know it. not. You're trolling. trolling Pogie. Right? Kelly, yes. right? Am I right or am I right? He's trolling. You're trolling tro- me, Pogie. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They can add Flacco to the list right now, right? Joe Flacco. Yeah, he didn't. Did a nice job. I, I, except for Saturday. I hated that. I hated that, too, man. You talk about a team, like, defensively that didn't show up either. I mean, they got schemed up by the Houston Texans. I mean, they had guys running wide open. And C.J. Stroud's going to be a really good player. I, I wanted it for the Cleveland Browns, but – Joe Flacco's only been there a couple of weeks, man, and you, there's there's not a lot you can expect. When you get into playoff football, you just can't turn the ball over like that. And, and you know, Jim Moore used to have a deal every Monday when we came in, the keys to victory. And one of the biggest was if you allow a defensive touchdown scored against you, your percentages go way down. And when you get two, 
defensive touchdown scored against you, it's almost impossible to win a game, and that's exactly what happened to Cleveland the other day. All right, let's go around the room real quick. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do our picks Friday. Texans, Ravens. Ravens are nine and a half. Texans got a shot? Uh, everybody at this point yeah. got a shot. I, I think the Ravens will win. I don't know. That's a big line. I, I don't know if they'll win by yeah. that, but I do think the Ravens will win. Packers, 49ers. Uh, 49ers are nine and a half. That's a that's an awful big one too. I still think the Forty ers will uh, uh, win it, but like, you know, we'll ha- we'll see what this one game off does to uh, does to those two teams. Bucks Lions Lions are six and a half. Bucks Baker Mayfield looks like he's got it going again. Looked pretty good the other night. It's going to be de- in Detroit, and those uh, that city deserves it. That city was loud the other night, and I think Detroit wins it. And then the Chiefs Bills. That'll Ooh. be the late game Sunday well, on that's CBS five thirty. That's a, a heart tugger right there because you know I'm I'm for my Bills obviously. Uh, I got to go with the Bills. Uh, I think they'll win, but you know in order to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And uh, I, I don't know if y'all know this. I'm sure y'all have seen it now, but can y'all believe that this is the first road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Yep. Can y'all believe that? Isn't that amazing? amazing? Isn't it? It's amazing. That's gonna be a fun like, I, game. I would have, I would have never have thought that. But like, this is the first time that he's gonna be away from, you know, Kansas City. That's crazy. Kelly, don't choke me next time you see me. Okay. I'll oh, do it for you. Just because of that, Pogi, I'm gonna do my best. Now I might not be able to fit my hands around your neck. <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh, stay warm, Kelly. Thanks for joining Thanks for coming us. Coming on, Appreciate Kelly, it, man. man. All right, guys, see you anytime. Uh, see you, bro. I don't know. I think I would want to have one of these shirts. I mean, he's part of history. I mean, what his stint was there, I mean, it was the Butch Davis debacle where he had he had two quarterbacks, Tim Couch and Kelly Holcomb, and, and played them like yo-yos. You're trolling, bro. No, I'm not. <laughs> Kelly played the league for 14 years. I'm, yeah, I'm not trolling. All right, we'll take a break. I'm surprised, though. Or why would you? I think I'd want one of my kids to see. I think that's, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to bring it up to him again. That's for dang sure. All right, 